Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Wednesday, February 28th. It is five minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So the mayor of Athens, Georgia, his name is Kelly Gertz. He says that the death of Lincoln Riley is not connected to illegal immigration. And instead, he was pointing the finger at Donald Trump. Well, what time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. And I know you got more to read there. Mm-hmm. So she was killed by an illegal immigrant. Mm-hmm who was arrested in a sanctuary city, mm-hmm. was let go because they are a sanctuary city. He went to that city, killed this woman, and it is not because of illegal immigration that that woman is dead. Correct. The mayor of that city is saying it's because Donald Trump was being mean to illegals. So that guy killed that woman not because he's a ruthless murderer and a criminal, who never should have been in the country to begin with. When he was caught, he should have been sent back to his country of origin. That guy killed her because Trump was mean to illegal immigrants. Yep. That's what the mayor is saying. And here he is giving us, he's giving a press conference and Georgians are calling him a liar. And then they're yelling for him to resign. City doesn't track with either of those. And so that term means different things to different people, depending on the context of the discussion. Many, many of the elements, many of the elements, we are here to listen. We are here to listen. So no amount of gaslighting is going to sweep this one under the rug. This kind of goes back to what we started the show with, doesn't it, Casey? Exactly. Full circle. If you have, if you missed our opening segment for today, I was talking about the apathy in this country that has been brought on by the politicians and the fact that no matter who you elect, it seems that every single person lets you down and people are just actively checking out of the entire process because there's no one to trust, there's no one to turn to, there's no one to believe in, there's no one you can count on. And this is it. This woman was murdered her whole life in front of her through no fault of her own and she was murdered by a ruthless, violent, lunatic, illegal immigrant. Mm-hmm. And this guy is so wed. I mean, the only logical answer is he's so wed to some warped ideology involving mass illegal immigration in order to register a, a, an entire generation of new, reliably Democrat voters that he's going to try to say that this poor woman's life was taken and it's not the fault of the Ill- illegal immigrant who killed her. Correct. Uh, if the border were secure, that individual would have never have been in the country and their literal paths would have never crossed. And it's now being reported that not only was it a uh, brutal force trauma that killed her, but he obliterated her skull yeah. to be unrecognizable. So, okay. So this is interesting, right? right? Let's, let's, let's point this out. This is not like this guy was driving down the street and, you know, she walked out in front of him. I mean, that would, again, be horrible because I shouldn't be in the country to begin with. Certainly shouldn't be in the country after he was apprehended 
as an illegal immigrant, but this wasn't some, you know, accidental thing or operator error or, you know, this was an intentional, savage destruction of this woman. Mm -hmm. Yes. Who was doing nothing to him at all. Right. On a jog, minding her own business. But this is your government, Casey. And we have talked about before how this is the base position of the Democrat Party. They are okay. Not only are they okay, they support people like this in mass being allowed into this country. This is the default position of the Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, tomorrow, Donald Trump and Joe Biden are both going down to the border. It'll be interesting to see how they're received differently and what they have to say. I feel so bad for this girl's parents mm-hmm. and her family and her friends. And I cannot, by the way, I started watching, a, there's a new documentary on Jordan Vandersloot out on Peacock. Yeah. And uh, it's really interesting. I got, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes into it last night. And it's sort of the same thing with this. Hey, in the case of uh, Jordan Vandersloot, Natalie Holloway, she goes missing they clearly know from the... I didn't realize this, that basically from the next day, they knew he was the dude who did it. Like, they basically knew. They went to his house the day after, and they were talking to one of the investigators down there, and he said, from the moment I knocked on the door, I knew, mm-hmm. based on how he responded to the immediate inquiry, and the dad knew it, too, because the dad cut off the conversation after it became obvious, hey, this kid knows what's going on. And I felt the same way when I was watching that last night. To, it's bad enough that the thing happens. But then when you've got, and this happened down there in Aruba, where you've got the locals basically working and in some cases against getting to the truth. And in this case, you've got a mayor Mm -hmm. who is almost siding with the guy, or basically is siding with the guy who killed this poor woman. That has to make it, it, if it could be, even worse. Right. Just adds salt to the wound. And he's saying that this isn't an Athens problem. Well, yes, it is. He went on to say- It's that, an America problem. Yeah. It's every city, every state in the entire country problem, Casey. And day after day, there's just another reporting of another incident of violence. And it's it's almost, almost like these illegals that are crossing the border don't respect life. What? It's almost like that, Rob. What? Yeah. It's 12 minutes after 11. With Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hey, did you, were you awakened with the weather last night? I was. I heard it. I wasn't really awakened by really? it. Really? I mean, you know, I don't sleep anyway, but I heard it. Now this is, it's a, okay. So this is, it, I mean, it was pretty bad. We were kind of on the, in, in Hendricks County, we were kind of on the end of it. Mm-hmm. And it was about, I don't know, it must've been two, uh, two, one thirty mm-hmm. maybe. And maybe it's because I'm getting older now and I have a child You're and I'm more married. sensitive to it? Like, I used to go through severe weather all the time and I would sleep right through it and no big deal. And so I woke up last night and I did the immediate panic thing. I was like, all right, everybody has to go into the bathroom. And my wife agreed to do that. Mm-hmm. And Interior space with no windows. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, right? absolutely. But I was, uh, I was just wondering, you know, because I woke up that it was sounded like that hail was going to go through right through the window. Mm-hmm. 
And then I woke up this morning, kind of looked around, and I thought, man, there's going to be like, are there going to be limbs down? Are there going to be, there was, where I was, nothing. And I was like, that's amazing. That severe weather last night. It was pretty quick. It did. Oh, because I had the TV on. You could hear the TV from the bathroom, and it was like five or ten minutes, and then mm-hmm. it, the the threat had passed. And then there was another wave that came through later. It wasn't quite as bad. But my goodness, I, I just, uh, we're so lucky and want to thank the good Lord above that nobody, uh, it doesn't appear there were any deaths or catastrophic injuries or anything like that, because that, that sounded horrible outside, mm-hmm. and yet doesn't seem like there was any major catastrophes that have been reported. So that's great. And now it's getting cold again. Yes. Wasn't that crazy? So they had the had the TV on and they had the temperature in Illinois mm-hmm. and the temperature here. Yeah. And I was laughing because it was 38 degrees in Illinois and it was like 60 still here. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that is crazy that right behind it. After that front goes yeah. through. Yeah. <laughs> the temperatures are going to drop. Okay. So something happened yesterday at the 7th Circuit Court of Appeals. And we have to talk about yeah, this coming up. Yeah, it's on the way. It's 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com. And talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Abusers not welcome in Indiana. It is 18 minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So yesterday, big news out of the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals. They struck down an injunction that allowed transgender Hoosier children to get access to gender-affirming health care and also uh, surgeries. Yeah, great, wonderful, fantastic. If you are under the age of 18... You should not be chopping or growing anything. And when you turn 18, if you want to do that to yourself, then I guess have at it. Even though, you know, study after study shows the brain is still not fully formed. We in society, unless, of course, you want to buy a beer or smoke a cigarette. But, you know, for the most part, if you're 18, you're an adult. And so you can make that choice. But little kids have no business whatsoever, you know, chopping off body parts or growing body parts. They don't even know who they want to spend the evening with, much less, you know, making these sorts of choices. And so good on that court for recognizing that that law is a common sense law. It's a reasonable law. And uh, the children should not be subjected to their parents' sick, twisted, demented fantasy island that they live on. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't let children mutilate themselves. You have to love them enough through it. Right. It, look, when that person turns 18, they're an adult. Society says they're an adult. They can they can do as they, they please. And uh, it doesn't end well for many, many people that choose to go down that path. I don't think it solves a much bigger underlying issue that they're trying to deal with. I mean, let's face it. Until this thing got politicized in recent years, it was labeled a disorder because that's what it is. It's not normal behavior. It's also not common behavior. I have obsessive compulsive disorder. 
the worst thing you could do for me, Casey, mm-hmm. would be to rationalize the things that I do related to repetitive or compulsive behavior. And I, it took me many, many years, but I learned to live with it and I've learned to manage it and it'll never totally go away. But I never expected somebody to go, wow, Rob, it's totally normal that you check if the fridge is shut five times after you shut the door. Wow, Rob, it's totally normal to be paranoid that you're going to leave the water running. And all of these things are not normal behavior. It's not normal to check nine times if you lowered the garage door or not. You clearly saw it when you backed out of the driveway. It's a reason it's called obsessive compulsive disorder. And I've never expected somebody to pat me on the back and go, there, there, that's cool you're doing that. And we have reached that point in our society where, look, you shouldn't even do it with adults but with little kids Mm -hmm. rather going yeah it's totally normal just chop off your penis it'll be fine it is uh one thing that they they got right yes the legislature when they do Mm -hmm. good things we compliment them and this is a good common sense thing that little kids do not know they don't know who they want to date they don't know what they want to eat they don't know who they want to hang out with they change their mind as often as they change their underwear and you're talking about irreversible stuff that their brains and decisions their brains are not capable of making the attorney general todd rokita he put something out on uh, x and he said our common sense state law banning dangerous and irreversible gender transition procedures for minors is now enforceable following this order and uh so we're proud of that order yeah good congratulations for them. to them uh jeopardy on the other hand oh talking about the television show yeah they had a question last night oh jeopardy went woke who knew parts of speech six zem zeers zemself chris what are pronouns those are pronouns neo pronouns you have 62 the what I didn't even, I would have, what? You want to, you need to hear it again? Yeah, I don't need, I have no idea what happened. All right. It's, uh, you know, you know how to play Jeopardy, sure. right? Okay. Well, here's the category. It's something about language. Parts of speech six. Zem, zeers, zemself. Chris. What are pronouns? Those are pronouns. Neo pronouns. You have 62. It pa- sounds like a, who was the guy? What's the guy that did all the famous funny movies that he did Blazing Saddles and, uh, oh, Gosh darn it! What are you so, talking about? The director, the guy who made all—he made all the famous movies, and oh, he made a gajillion funny movies like that. Sounds like a character in one of those movies that he would have. Zimself. Yeah. I am Zimself. I am Zer. What's the guy's name? With the curly hair? No, no, not the not no, no the the guy that directed and made all the it's Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Thank you, Kevin. My goodness, Casey. I can't believe you couldn't help me out on I, that. I, I've just got like Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder in my head. Well, I, did I say who starred in the movie? Well, that's why I was asking you. You're talking about. I literally the said the guy who did the movies. Like, did. yeah, yeah. I, I thought I made that abundantly. But that sounds like a character you would see in a in a. Uh, Mel Brooks movie or uh, the Monty Python movies. I am the great Zerself. Mm-hmm. Except it's not funny anymore because there are people walking around who insist that you call them them Zer or Zimself, and Jeopardy has now validated it as a question on their show. Right. I thought Jeopardy was supposed to be fact based. Right. I mean, they have they have science, capitals, geography as their categories. I uh. And now, Apparently not anymore. A neo pronoun? Who's the? It's ho- not even a pronoun anymore. Now it's a neo pronoun. Who's even the host of Jeopardy now? Oh, it's that guy that Ken Jennings. Oh, okay. The guy who? Because there's no way Alex Trebek would have read that. No. There's no way Alex Trebek would have done that. It's uh, just 
interesting how far it's it's gone, right? Hey, did you see the news about Zach Eady, by the way? Can we talk about Purdue really quick? Well, I saw that he was not going to return for a fifth year. Yep. Which, okay, this is one of my things with college basketball. Now it's like some news whether this guy is going to return for a fifth year. And this is why they've just diluted all the number meanings and numbers and everything else. Where it's like, why... why you play four years of college mm-hmm. athletics. There's zero reason Zach Eady played four years. He wasn't a victim of COVID. You know, he played and he's played and he's been the best player in the country and he was the national player of the year last year and he's probably going to win it again this year. And there's like some debate about, is he going to come back for a fifth year? The The goal of going to college is no longer going to college. It's just, I mean, it just has diluted so much of the meaning on all of this. He, uh, he did still have one year because of the COVID, though. But he played during COVID. The end of the COVID season got canceled. Yes. But he played into the Big Ten tournament. The Big Ten tournament was going on when COVID, when the, everything got shut down. That's a whole season. The only thing he missed, he played an entire year, was the NCAA tournament. That's it. And all these other guys. That's it. Mm -hmm. Now, I understood like the one-time waiver, I guess, for these people who missed the NCAA tournament because, hey, if you're a senior, this could be your swan song. That also seemed ridiculous, but whatever. But you've got guys that are playing seven, figured out seven, eight, nine years now. (laughs) These guys are almost 30 years old, some of them. He's going to be moving to the NBA. So he's done with college. Well, he was national player of the year once and probably will be again. I was going to say, you you think he'll get it again? It's like the thing about, will Caitlin Clark come back? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. What the, this is, I mean, they've just, look, I watched that IU game last night, and I'm, and I'm watching that, I mean, it was just horrible by both teams, but IU ultimately won. And I'm like, half of these guys aren't even going to be on this team next year. Maybe three-fourths of these guys aren't even going to be on this team next year. They've made it so it's basically impossible to invest in, it used to be when a kid went to play for Bob Knight, you knew, Hey, you're going to have four, maybe five of these redshirted as a freshman, Mm -hmm. which is the way you would do a redshirt, right? Right. If there was a medical redshirt or a freshman, hey, the guy's not going to play. That's how you'd get the five years, but you weren't playing for five years. And you would say, hey, we're going to watch this kid grow up. We're going to see him develop and mature and become, you know, from a boy to a man. You know, these kids are just like hired guns now. They're just just mercenaries at this point, basically. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Good morning. to leave, but they are cutting the number that they're asking to join. It is 31 minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So the U.S. Army cutting its force by 24,000 positions, which is about nearly 5%. And Why? this, of course, uh, it's a re- restructuring effort. Restructuring of what? Restructuring. Uh, uh, their theories we need fewer people in the u.s military is that the thing well they already have a lot of empty positions empty roles i don't know if you've noticed or read that the recruitment number is is not reaching its goal year after year Yeah, i think they've pretty much ruined it for anyone you know and look by the way god bless the people that still want to go in there thank you for your service to this country but my goodness Mm -hmm. what a thankless miserable effort that seems like these days especially when you know the government in charge of the u.s military 
actually hate you. Yep. The Army Secretary said that they're moving away from counterterrorism and counterinsurgency, and they want to be postured for large-scale combat operations. Boy, that sounds scary as hell. Doesn't that make you want to sign up? Well, you know, and you think about, okay, so these numbers have been low, and they haven't been meeting their goal for quite a few years. Well, it's no wonder, because they're talking to 18-year-olds who have been indoctrinated in school about how awful everything is and and so what they expect him to graduate and then turn around and then join the very organization that they've been taught is awful yeah that's a great point casey when you have led up to somebody you know their entire you know non-adult life they are told how what a horrible country this is and you're ist that and a phobe that and yeah, I mean, there was a time. Remember we, uh, that lunch we had yesterday with our very, uh, our very uh, wonderful establishment friend, who he enlisted in the military at a very young age, and talked about the idea of pride in your country. And mm-hmm. this, you know, probably would have been mid '80s. And there was a time where every person, whether you enlisted in the military or not, seemingly had pride in their country of what America stood for and the ideals of Americanism and and what we had represented throughout the, our our history and what we represented to the rest of the world. And you look at where society is today i mean i have major problems with this country i have major problems with people who run this country and how they run it and what they're doing but the idea of america is still the greatest idea ever conceived by man i mean it's uh, the exceptionalism and the amount of wealth and freedom and liberty i mean america has freed more people in its history than the rest of the world combined it's created more wealth in its brief history than the rest of the world combined those are great things and while America needs new people making choices to live up to American idealism, the country is not the issue. It's the people making the choices. Well, and it's the people that are teaching the children who are going to grow up and be able to enlist. I mean, think about the classrooms across the country. What flag is represented in classrooms more and more? The like, not, B- BLM or, it's the, not the, rain- American flag. or the rainbow flag. Right, or the- exactly. The pride flag. You see it everywhere, all over schools, except for now, Tennessee, because they just voted Monday to approve legislation that would prevent pride flags from being displayed in public school classrooms. You ever, like, you ever sit around and wonder what America actually is anymore? I mean, like, if you were to, if we were to stop... 10 people on the street and say, America is fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. What sort of answers mm. you would get? Because like, I just look at this country right now and, and I, I am very fearful that we have reached a point where we are no longer consolidation is no longer or unification is no longer an option. Now they probably felt that way during the civil war too, right? I mean, at the end of the Buchanan presidency, and then certainly in the early days of the Lincoln presidency, I'm sure when people were literally shooting at each other, they probably felt the same thing. But you look at this country now and you try to square Florida with um, California. Mm -hmm. How are you going to do that? What, how does that, how do these two states reconcile these very vast differences Mm -hmm. and the divide is growing literally by the day yep and the divide amongst the people is growing by the day it's almost like you have to make a choice 
Did you see Sylvester Stallone said he's moving out of California, moving to Florida? Just under 80. Good on him. And, he finally made the move. Yeah. Uh, and Casey DeSantis sent out a note to him say, welcome to Florida. Glad to have you here. Uh, Just like many other people that are making that transition. The divisions in this country are very, very strong, and that is not a good thing. But I am not sure how you unify. I mean, how do you unify the liberty and freedom loving people of florida or just pick florida again or one of the dakotas Mm -hmm. or texas or whatever with these maniacs yesterday in michigan who despite all the liberal things joe biden has done it's not enough it's not liberal enough because he will not arm and in fun a terrorist group in Mm -hmm. hamas how do you square these two factions of people together casey so then they have to vote uncommitted um, it's <laughs> Joe Biden is not liberal enough, and it centers around his unwillingness thus far to arm, fund, and support a legitimate terrorist organization in Hamas. That's what those people were mad about. A hundred thousand plus people are pissed off about that. How do you rationalize with those people? How do you have a conversation where you find middle ground? What is that middle ground? I mean, like either you're for Israel or you're for Hamas. Mm -hmm. There's not, I mean, this has been going on for 5,000 years. There really isn't a, maybe we can all work together. I think that ship has sailed. Tony Katz on his way to Israel, or actually, I believe he's there already. How come we never get to go anywhere? He's supposed to be there today. And he he mentioned he's going to be going to Jerusalem and that he would be sending some reports back. I'm sure he'll be very very active on his uh, ex account. So it'll be really interesting to see what he has to say. Yeah, let's come back to us, though. How come okay. we never get to go out and about and go do our show We somewhere? got lunch yesterday. What are you talking but we about? Didn't get, but we didn't get to do the show there. It wasn't like we were, you know, out amongst the people broadcasting. seems like everybody other than us gets mm-hmm. to go out and do you know, their show somewhere and be amongst the masses and, you know, uh, be carried out like a scene in Rudy at the end of the show. And mm-hmm. us, we're just here every single day. <laughs> Do you day. need me to carry you out like a scene in Rudy? It's in my mind, that's Put how Put you it works. on my shoulders? This is how it works. It's like a Hammer and Nigel remote uh-huh. in my mind. You know, there's a, just a crowd of people and they carry them out to their cars on their shoulders while Hammer and Nigel put a number one finger up in the air. <laughs> I saw this story uh, really quick about Don Jr. getting that letter in the the mail that was covered in white powder and it reminded me of you because you always make me open the yeah, mail open here the mail. Yep. because of instances like this uh don jr received a death threat he said it wouldn't be tolerated if he were a democrat um this is why you don't go yeah. out anywhere this is, no i don't go i don't i don't leave i very rarely ever leave my house if i leave my house i'm 90 percent of the time going to work it's kendall and casey it's 93 wibc Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
93 WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey show. My name is Casey. That is Rob Kendall. And Rob, uh, the dude and I were talking the other day. You say a word that he thought the first couple times you said it, he thought you were doing it intentionally. But yeah. then he has realized over time that, no, that's actually how you say the word. Yeah. And the word is coupon. Yeah, coupon. You, you, he, he said you say coupon. Coupon. Coupon, yeah. coupon, whatever. Yeah. There are many words. Um, coupon. That, <laughs> coupon. It's like crown. R- crayon? Crayon. Crayon or Illinois. How do you say? You <laughs> Illinois. Say, Illinois. Illinois. Uh, but there are some words. Am I doing it wrong? Illinois. No, no. Coupon. 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 Yeah. Coupon. coupon. But I say coupon. Right. You know why I say that? Because I'm from the Midwest. And okay. that's how we talk. Well, there are a list of words that I guess are specific to Indiana. Uh-huh. Higherlanguage.com has come up with a group of words. Wait, what? Yeah, that are just specific to Indiana, no matter how you pronounce what, them. What is the website? Higherlanguage.com. Hi, oh, there's a higher language. Mm-hmm. I believe that's called the Holy Bible, Casey. I believe that's the, hi- the nope. higher language. Nope, these are totally different oh. words. Uh, but these are things that I guess only Hoosiers will say. Oh, how exciting. And the first one on the list is Hoosier. Yeah, of Hoosier. course. Yeah, um, no list about Hoosiers is perfect without the word Hoosier. Have you seen this from time to time? Where and it usually will happen with politicians because these people are disingenuous and totally clueless. They'll use words like Indianan or something like that. They won't know that it's Hoosier. Hoosier. Yeah, and they're just trying to do it just talk to about get under your the skin. The fastest way to alienate mm-hmm. the Indiana voting base is to you can do whatever you want. Take their money, take mm-hmm. their liberty. That's okay, but if you don't get Hoosier correct, you're in big trouble. Now, I assume people um, from Indiana know this, but other states will use it as an insult. Really? Yeah. Like you've not, Have you ever heard that? No. Because growing up in Ohio, people would say, oh, you're such a Hoosier. Really? And that is What like, is that supposed to mean? I don't know. It's it's a way of insulting somebody. Well, you know, there was a bill this year because they're not going to do anything about property taxes or, uh, you know, the gas tax or getting, you know, the uh, totally out of control spending mm-hmm. in, in check here in the state. No, there was a bill this year to uh, codify the, what was it? It was like the name Hoosier. The, and how, or, the originality oh, the, or, the, or, the origin, yeah. origination, yes. Origination. Because that's what our... Um, that's what our lawmakers spend their time mm-hmm. on, because that's going to make a gigantic difference in your life. Another term that is uh, specific to Indiana is buggy, which is slang for a shopping cart. What? Do you say buggy I've or shopping cart? I've never in my cart? entire life ever, Casey, used the term, uh, when I got to buggy. Walmart, let me get the buggy. Okay. No, never. Bubbler is another one. What? It's a word for a drinking fountain? No, no, never. Never heard of that one. What about Stoplight City? <laughs> that's reference to Indianapolis. What? Yes, uh, more lights were added in the streets of Indianapolis in the 1940s, and people started calling it Stoplight Never City. Never heard of this. So this list so far is no good. No, I'm call- what's the name of it? Higher words? Higher language. Higher language. I think higher. whoever, Chet or mm-hmm. Ted or whoever put this together for higher language <laughs> has likely... Uh, maybe never been to the state of Indiana and has no idea what they're talking about. Okay, the next one on the list is JEET. J-E-E-T. JEET. <laughs> I've never heard any of these, Casey. Okay, well, that's uh, short for did you eat. Oh, well, Jeet? look, I- I'm probably not the right person to an- uh, you know ask this. I'm just a Hoosier lifer. I've lived here uh, 38 year of my 40 years, mm-hmm. so I'm probably you know not the person to ask about knowing things that Jeet. Hoosiers say and do. This next phrase I'm sure you've heard, knee high by the 4th of July. 
Okay, I have heard of that one. Yeah, and you normally, it's the corn, right? It's got to be knee-high by the 4th of July. But these are not phrases people are using in their daily lives. Do, do, what was it, higher word power or whatever <laughs> Whatever this website is called? Is that what they think is going on here, Casey? That, uh-huh. that people are like going around using these phrases on a daily basis in their world? Yes, uh, Dutch treat is another one. And that's when someone is responsible for their own expenses. Oh, I thought it was something else. Never mind. Thank you for the <laughs> oh, no, clarification. No, this, is a, this is a clean program. <laughs> uh, we had this last night, a gully washer. A gu- the, the rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, storms. Unpredictable okay, I, weather. Of, yep, I've heard of that one. Yep. Okay. Slippery as an eel. Okay, I've heard of that. You have? Yes, I have heard of that. But again... I've never heard that phrase it's, before. But it's not a phrase people are using on a regular basis in the state of Indiana. I, I, I promise you on today's conversations I have, the phrase slippery as an eel will mm-hmm. very likely not come up unless we're talking about one of these politicians. I bet you know the phrase slippery as an eel because it kind of describes you. It's somebody <laughs> who can't stay put, right? Or it also means somebody who changes their mind a lot. You know where I think but I... It's somebody who's fidgety and, and is very active and Isn't can't that, stay put. Here's where I think I know that from. You're and it's not even this. Neil, Rob no, Kendall. I think I I think I know that from how the Grinch stole Christmas. Isn't that a line in how the Grinch stole Christmas? I think slippery as it were, all the things he's singing mm-hmm. about the uh I'm gonna do this real quick. You can continue to get how the Grinch stole Christmas lyrics. The how, la- did, how did they hey, by the way, you're a little more seasoned than me. Um how did they do things like this in the olden days before you had the to internet? ask people like but you could not do this instantaneously no you couldn't you had to ask somebody else or you had to look it up in this thing called an encyclopedia okay i'm gonna look here uh boom slippery boom. as an eel i'm looking keep you keep going and i'll tell you if i okay. find it here real quick the last one on the list is yins yins y-i-n-z which is plural for you all what? Yeah. Instead Why? of saying y'all, you say yins. In Z. Mm-hmm. Casey, <laughs> I, I've I've never ever in my entire life uh heard yins? It, uh, that or the vast majority, the overwhelming majority of any of these. Now did you find slippery as a Well, Neil? I'm still going here. I finally found a website with the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um do we have something else to discuss? Because give me a second. I'm gonna just pull right through this and Mm -hmm. hopefully have an answer for you. Yes, we do have something else to discuss, and it's also going to lead into something else, which is amazing. We totally have to get to this before we leave today. Uh, Do you consider yourself lucky? Uh, Well, I do, because I have a a wife, Mm -hmm. a baby, Mm -hmm. uh, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, a house over my head. I live right next to my dad. My mother lives around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I consider myself very lucky. Okay, well, one in five people consider themselves to be unlucky. Oh. And if you want to break that trend, it's an old wives' tale that you have to let bird poop on you. And that will change your luck. And 37% of people say that they are willing to let bird poop on them. Uh, now They're if, willing to let a bird poop on them? Yes, to change their lives. They think that's how their lives are going to be altered. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, some more things that you might consider yourself unlucky is if you have uh, spilled food on your clean clothes, if you get stuck in traffic a lot, traffic lights, splashed by a car that's going through a puddle, losing a competition, or stepping in dog poo. These are all things people consider unlucky. One in five consider themselves unlucky, so they must have done this. If you want to break Isn't that trend. Isn't this a priorities question? 
isn't this just a priorities question? Like, do you have your health? Mm-hmm. Do you have your family? Mm-hmm. Do you have a home? Right. Do you have food on your plate? Do you have a job? <laughs> you know, all of those things would be things that I would look at and go, that makes you a lucky or fortunate person. And the most fortunate thing of all, again, is that we have our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, no matter what happens on this earth. Well, let's just take last night, for example. I know we got into this earlier in the show. The weather. Mm-hmm. I woke up at about 2 a.m. and it sounded like... A gully washer? Yes, it was about to, you know, hail, it was, felt like it was hailing, severe thunderstorm, was worried about tornadoes. We actually went into the into one of our bathrooms, mm-hmm. um, proper precaution and procedure. Of and, you know, five minutes later, it had moved past. We had the TV on in the background, and, you know, they're keeping you up to date. I consider that lucky. We're lucky. Hey, my house is in one piece. My family is in one piece. By the way, it's as charming as an eel. So oh, I was and close. that's slippery eel, as an eel. Eel is in the uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas song, mm-hmm. but it is not slippery as an eel. I thought it was, it is charming as an eel. Now, what about bad luck coming in threes? You've heard that, oh, right? Oh, I thought it was death. Celebrity deaths came in threes. 45% of people uh, agree with the bad luck comes in threes. What is your button that you're wearing? I haven't asked you this all show. Oh, uh, Kevin, even... Kevin brought me this back from Liverpool. It's from the cavern. Where oh, he saw the, where the know. Beatles. This is where the Beatles played. Yeah. Oh, okay. I couldn't, I really couldn't see it from this distance. And I've been just wondering all morning what, what that He's very was. thoughtful. He likes working with me. Well, and it's interesting what a better person I am than you, because um, he offered to bring me a souvenir. And I said, no, Kevin, this is your trip. Mm-hmm. You just drink a beer and think of me. Use that money. Buy yourself a beer and drink of a drink a beer and think of me mm-hmm. while you're on vacation. Do something nice for you. You were like, sure, get me all the stuff. I didn't say anything. He never even asked me. He just did it on his own, <laughs> by the way. I was totally surprised. But this leads me to our last point that oh, we have to talk about. Yes, one last thing we have to talk about this today, Rob. Yes. Because we have totally missed it. And I'm shocked and a little upset by it. What? Um, it's something that you have completely forgotten about, oh, no. and I, I'm a little heartbroken. Uh-oh. I'm disappointed. Oh, no. It's our two-year anniversary of meeting each other. Is it really? And I want you to tell everyone how your life has changed for the better from knowing me. Uh, well, just full disclosure, Casey and I met on a Zoom call, so that was two years ago. Well, I'm talking about in person oh, when in I person. actually came here. When you came up here. Mm-hmm. How <laughs> long were we together? A couple hours. Yes. Right? And then you left, and on your way out, you looked at me and said, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I could feel the warmth well, right, you got, right then. You've got to understand, mm-hmm. I had kind of my own little utopia going on. Yeah. And I did everything I could to keep you from taking this job. Uh-huh. And I did everything I could that, to prevent them from hiring you with this job. But in hindsight, let me say in hindsight, and I yeah. will admit this today, it's uh, almost noon here on a uh, Wednesday, uh, what is today? Wednesday, February the 28th. Yeah. I'm very glad you took the job. I love working with you. And sorry for being such a complete jerk to try to prevent you from being hired here. Happy two year anniversary, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you for listening today. This is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.